stabbed your legs hacking into this fake bike to tell you how dangerous bullshit news is for your health. Listen to Charlie LaDuff, but don't bullshit news out. Ow. I'll beat it. That's what I take my glasses off like crack guy. Let's just did breaking this. No more bullshit. No more bullshit. No bullshit. Na 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 na. No bullshit. No bullshit. I never get tired of watching that. It is. Oh, it's funny. It's very funny, and I love watching Manic and Joey. That is just hilarious. Hey guys. Hey, Karen. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry, Merry Christmas, Christmas, Charlie. Merry Christmas, Joe. Thank you all. Hey. Uh, we, we're not, not do a show next week. I just We'll do it the week after, but let's take Christmas off. Okay. But I got a question, Charlie. Why? Do you? Yeah, I do. Do you? Well, kind of posing a question. Poser? You know, <laughs> no, I'm not that. But, you know, I was thinking, and I, I started to tweet this during the Thanksgiving Day Parade here in the city of Detroit. But Did you? I, but I didn't, um, because a lot of times you got to explain stuff to people. They, they misunderstand, it and then it turns into a whole other thing. But why hasn't the, the parade here in the city of Detroit ever had a black Santa Claus? Like, this is still a predominantly African-American Ooh. city. We've had all these years of African-American leadership, but we've never had a black Santa Claus Ooh, in the parade. that's a good, good question. question. Yeah. That's a really good question. See? I'm for it. Yeah. I'm for it. Yeah. Oh, my I wife like was. Yeah, my, my wife, uh, you know, at her school in the city, yeah, the, the Black Santa came. Yeah, it should be. School, the kids were happy, singing jingle bells and everything. They should have been. They, I mean, but why not, you know? Well, why you not know, indeed. Or you give know me an why. Asian Santa. Give me somebody, you know? I mean. Right. Well, I don't care what the white man say. <laughs> Santa Claus was a black man. Remember that? Anybody out there remember that one? It's an old reggae tune. Yeah. That's a good one, Karen. All right, let's work on that. You're the one that's connected. Yeah, only because of you, Charlie. Well, anyone, uh, anyways, everybody, uh, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, Happy Hanukkah, uh, Happy Festivus, yep. Kwanzaa, and anything else I'm forgetting. Or anything you do or do not celebrate, make it happy. I did. I used to say, right you know, on. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell people Merry Christmas because that's where I'm from. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's a high holy holiday from where I'm from. Right. And I'm wishing you well from where I'm coming from. Mm -hmm. But I get older and I realize I don't have a problem with happy holidays. I think it's... Well, but it's all, in it's inclusive, you know. And then that I way you're, you're wishing, you know, this one guy was telling me in the store he didn't. So, and I said, well, whatever you decide to do, he said he was going to McDonald's on Christmas. I said, whatever you decide to do, just make yourself happy and enjoy whatever it is that you decide to do. And try to spread some of that joy. And try to spread some of that joy. Yeah, I don't, well, right. I don't think it's PC to say happy holidays. I just think you're having some some love and respect for your common person. Yeah, I think you it's know? cool. Notice yeah. I didn't say common man. See that? I mean, ah, you you're, grow be, up. you're being PC. But no, no, you're you so it. woke, Charlie. You get, hey. <laughs> Cheers, little. There's some eggnog. So who do I think for all the kisses <laughs> no around? No egg, a lot of nog, if you know what I'm saying. Who do I think for all the kisses around here? 
Uh, Drew, this place filthy, man. It smells like wet dogs. No, it doesn't. And he's got like 18,000 TVs on all the time. You know what's on upstairs? <laughs> the he's fucking Hallmark re- Channel. He's, he's doing research. Yeah, he he, he he's insane. But he, he, I was just asking who left the Kershey kisses. Thanks, Drew. I appreciate these. Uh, welcome back to the Red Shovel Network, ML Elric. Good to have you back, my brother. Uh, this portion of No Bullshit News Hour brought to you by American Coney Island. Uh, I told you all to go to AmericanConeyIsland.com and order the Coney kit. Oh, jeez. Did you pack them up? It Charlie? went crazy, <laughs> crazy. We were there like overtime. Oh, good. In fact, good. I turned people away because the, the you know the shipping window had closed. Right. But you can get them all year long. So go to AmericanConeyIsland.com, ship a kit, right? Dozen dogs, all the fixings. Delicious. Right, for the new year. You get it for the new year. You're right. And those dogs snap. Or the Super Bowl in which the Lions will not be there. <laughs> right? So, uh, Barring some Christmas miracle. Hey, Mannequin. Mannequin is our special guest on the show. Is she on the phone? Special guest. Gotta like that. She's on time. She's on time because... I appreciate that. This is politics. This is Washington. This is big money. Guess who we have, everybody out there? Uh, we're on Facebook Live. If you're not listening to this, this is for the video. This is for those tuning in right now. We have uh, Ronna McDaniel, who is the chairwoman of the Republican National Committee. This, this, is, a, this is a big deal, this person. And, and Michigan's own. Michigan's own, absolutely. Merry Christmas, Rana. Merry Christmas. You are a Christian. Welcome, Rana. Because Good, well, thank you. I could, you're a Christian, right? So I could say... I am, yeah. Oh, okay, so that you don't hate me for that. No, that's okay. <laughs> it's okay. It's wonderful. <laughs> it's the, it's, it's the, always good to say something nice. It's, if you're giving somebody a greeting regardless, and you're saying merry or happy... That's a good thing right now. Well, I am bestowing to you all the good wishes and the remembrance of the birth of my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. It's the, well, thank you. It's the best thing I can give to you, except... You Merry know, Christmas back to you. Thank you. And he shall come again. Hey, Bob, play that. Okay, uh, Rana, thank you. Let's talk impeachment. That's the big news around the world. Mm-hmm. Except for Dingle. I don't know if you're looking at the headlines here. It was all about Dingle. I mean, it's a great masterstroke by the president to deflect. But go ahead, Bob. Let's just let everybody out there listen and get, just give a little historical. The nays are 230. The nays are 197. Present is one. Article one is adopted. Article two is adopted. A great day for the Constitution of the United States. A sad one for America. So, uh, Ronna, was that a great day for the United States? Uh, I don't think so. I think it's also very sad that she hasn't sent the articles of impeachment over to the Senate. So the president was such a clear and present danger in her mind that we had to rush this process. The president wasn't allowed to have an attorney. He wasn't allowed to have rebuttal witnesses uh, because we were in such a rush to get this done before the election. And then it got finished, and she hasn't turned it over to the Senate, and it's now in limbo. I think that speaks volumes about the political nature of something that should be taken very seriously. You know, you don't overturn an election on a whim or a dislike or partisan means. And, and Nancy Pelosi said that the evidence should be overwhelming and compelling and bipartisan, and there wasn't a single Republican vote in favor of this. See, now you stole my thunder, but before we get going, I want to introduce you to the people in this room. Um, 
on the boards here is Libtard Bob. He's a burly white guy who likes guns, and he's a super libtard. And that's, <laughs> and that's Carrie Bob. Dunis. We, we've I met like the name we, Bob. We've met Bob's a perfect Michigan name because our accent encompasses it so well. Bob. True, true that. And we've, uh, we've met before. I've been the camera operator for you when you come into Fox 2 and do a hit. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Hey, yeah. good to, see, good to talk like to you. Good to talk to you as well. He looks Merry like Christmas. Sandy Claus, the white one. Merry Christmas. And uh, Karen Dumas, I'm, I'm quite sure you've met Karen. She yep. was. Yep. Yeah. Okay. And Mannequin. Hey, Karen. Hey, how are you? Happy holidays. Good. And this is Happy Mannequin holidays. Joe. He doesn't say anything, so don't, don't you even, just don't even <laughs> acknowledge him. But That's my kind of guy. <laughs> <laughs> Strong woman. I'm just kidding. Just Shut kidding. up, boy. <laughs> oh. So, but you did steal my thunder on that. Um. Rana, which is, look, I, I'm calling around in other capacities of my job, a uh, bureaucrat, say, in, in, in Virginia, works for one of the big agencies. By her accent, I didn't ask her, but I assume she was a woman and a black woman. And we're talking about the articles of impeachment and the fact that Pelosi's sitting on them. And to me and to her and to the guy that entered the studio today to fix something, we're all thinking... It really diminishes the emergency aspect that was sold to us. If you're going to sit on these articles, then he's not a clear and present danger. And it starts to seem to, at least from, from my perspective, it really reeks of politics. And then it diminishes the government, the, the seriousness of bringing something like this. Is that the, the read from your circle? Are you guys jumping for I, I joy? Mean, this has only happened three times in our country. It, 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 the founders intended this to be used sparingly because we do have a way to remove politicians, and that's called an election. And we're less than a year out. So they rushed through this so quickly. Adam Schiff said, we, we want to get this done before the election. They broke with precedent. They didn't let the president have attorneys or rebuttal witnesses like Bill Clinton was provided. And then... They sat on it, and I just think it's odd, and it re reeks of partisanship and gamesmanship, because if it's so serious, let the trial happen and let the judgment take place. You know, she says this needs to be fair. Well, you know what? In our justice system, you know who we're supposed to be fair to? The defendant, the person who's being accused. And how is that fair to the president to not let him have an opportunity to defend himself? Because this isn't a court of law. It's completely politics. Exactly. What what is exactly. this? What does this do for him as we enter the election next year? Uh, because you know, are, are people uh, sympathetic and supporting him, as alluded to in the polls? And what does this do to the Democratic Party uh, for the election next year? Well, let's be honest. We have a very divided country. I don't think that's shocking to anybody. But uh, even in the RNC polling, and I've been in the field since this started, Democrats started to say to us, you know, just let the election, election decide. Why are we doing this? It's, they know the Senate's not going to have the threshold of two-thirds votes to remove the president. So why are we going through this process? And, and you can't even point to a crime that he said. Nothing he's done was illegal. So why are we putting the American people through this exercise? So we've seen the president's poll numbers go up during this especially with USMCA on the backdrop and 266,000 jobs in November and, and the, uh, in October and the things that are happening economically with wages up. Uh, and from an RNC perspective, I just posted a $20 million raise for November, which is the highest we've ever raised in history. So, so you just raised $20 million. That's a record. 20.6. It's a record. Ne never. I, if I told you what my budget was for November, you, you'd be blown away because it was not $20 million. Tell me what your budget uh, but, was. I think it was like nine, nine million that we were expecting to raise. And we doubled wow. that. 
20 million, 20.6. I'm going to let Libtard Bob get in here. He's chomping. Well, I, I, I think, hey, I, 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 hey, Rana, I think the, the reason people are so concerned about this is because he was trying to affect the 2020 election, you know, so. Well, it's a mixed bag because if you look at the Biden tape, and, and, and this is what I always say is if you see Biden saying, as he's in charge of two countries, foreign policy-wise, Ukraine and China, and he says in tape, bragging, I'm not going to give you a billion dollars of taxpayer funds unless you fire this prosecutor that happens to be investigating the 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 board of the company that my or the company that my sits well, on but, the board but, of. But I, I t- hold on. But why not Ron- investigate it? Why? Well, do we Rana, though, I take I take exception with that. I take exception with that because that prosecutor wasn't investigating Barisma by removing oh, him yes. he increased the 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 chance oh, that that company was, was going to be investigated absolutely he was but you know what why not look into it if biden's so innocent why shouldn't we look into it and make sure we're free and clear okay. before we give taxpayer dollars i mean fair Biden enough fair fair saying, enough. i don't want to relitigate this but here here's yeah, but here, look into it you, i think okay. it's, the president shouldn't give taxpayer dollars to a corrupt country he we is do the it all steward the time. of our money, and we, we should make sure we're not doing it. And that's why he's entering into bilateral okay. agreements and being tougher. Here's what I would like to ask. It's simple, because I, I like to just really boil it down. The president yeah. did do it. You agree with that? He he asked Zelensky to open investigation or at least announce it, right, on Biden. No, he didn't do that. Wait a minute. If you listen he, to the phone call, listen to the phone call. I can't listen he to said, the phone call. It's a transcript. Uh, if you, well, I mean, if you read, look at read. the transcript, look at the transcript. He does not say that. He said. Uh, he, he says. He says. Yeah. The, the, do us that a favor. Should look into that. No, right. the do us a favor was the crowd strike thing, and the the Democrats complete that all the time. It's on page three. Is do us a favor, and he's talking about the server that was uh, okay. hacked by the DNC. But let me just go back and so it's then simple. Then he says that Biden thinks a little fishy. You should look into that. Okay, so he did do. That. He did say you should look into Biden. Mm-hmm. Okay, and. That's really the basis of, like, abuse of power. My point and or, and or question is, does, does anybody care? Like, well, did, did it rise to a level that anybody cares? See, because I'm hearing constitutional crisis, but I think the Constitution is working perfectly because if you looked at the impeachment vote, it was pretty much all the Democrats, except for two and one present, and no Republicans— Okay, so it moves on. It goes and two Democrats who voted with the Republicans. Right. And then it goes to the Senate and it's not going to go through. And yeah. so that's the process, because as a representative democracy, the country doesn't feel that this rose to the level of not Trump, but diminishing the institution of the presidency. Well, there's also facts that bear out, which is. There was no investigation, and the president released the aid. And the president also provided lethal aid to Ukraine when Obama just gave blankets. So we've been doing more for Ukraine than anybody. So I think, you know, they take this phone call and they're turning it into a crime. Nothing happened, and the actions that followed show that the president absolutely gave the aid. So, But he only gave the aid after he got caught. He didn't get caught after... he didn't give the aid because of that. Absolutely not. He gave the aid in the time frame that was predicated, and there was no investigation. Well, here's the point. So, there's the, we don't, you know, there's no slam dunk evidence that that's what he did. I believe, Rana, you know, it's, we, we get along, me and you, a long time. Um, <laughs> I believe he did, but as, as a citizen, I'm like, mm-mm, mm-mm. 
Not enough to take out the president, right? Because we, we're going to have to live long after this. So are you... Well, here's my point, too, is we're, we're 11 months from an election. Right. And it'd be one thing, Charlie and, and Bob and, and here, if, you know, from day one, the Democrats said, you know, we're going to work with this president. The American people have spoken, and we're going to do our best to do things with this president. But the Washington Post, the day after he was elected, had a headline saying it's time for impeachment. You have Democrats saying it's time to, to impeach him just after he's elected. Impeach the so, motherfucker. So is that what we're going to do every time the, the guy we don't like gets elected? Is that the new precedent in this country that we're going to go after them and, I think and so. investigate and resist? Until I think so. And so are, Ronna, you, are, are we looking at this or are you looking at this or is the party looking at this as an election year strategy, uh, albeit not necessarily the best one? But is that what the conversation is, that that's all this is? Well, we certainly, I mean, nobody wanted this. No, There's no Republican who wanted this to happen. But what we're looking at as an election year strategy is let's contrast what's getting done. I mean, when you have 7.2 million jobs, you have record low unemployment, the lowest for the African-American and Hispanic communities. When you look at USMCA getting passed, which the president got that done, when you the look next at day. all of the things that are happening, <laughs> yeah, you look at all the things that are happening, he can say, here's the result. And what have the Democrats done? Well, okay, but, but they like, impeach, resist, and obstruct. But like everything, you know, I mean, everything is partisan. You know, I mean, from yeah. from the, from the Republican side, I mean, those yeah. are uh, accomplishments. From the Democratic side, yeah. there's a litany of things that they find critical or lack of accomplishments. So, I mean, in the end, who actually loses? The well, citizens. But there is there's a there's one thing you have a bottom line, which is. The numbers don't lie. We've added 7 million jobs. Wages are up 3%. They're growing higher for, for lower-income Americans. Uh, that doesn't taxes lie. Went down for, doesn't taxes lie. went down for the ultra-rich. You, you guys, guys got to oh, let no, it finish. No, that is not and, true. Do you see what the Democrats passed yesterday? What they To pass? get rid of the SALT. They wanted to get rid of the SALT deduction. You know who that favors? The billionaires in New York and California. So guess who tried to pass a tax cut for the rich yesterday? Democrats. I guess, Not Republican. I guess for me, if there weren't so many distractions out of the Trump administration, maybe it would be easier to focus and embrace the things that the Republicans claim as accomplishments. But, you know, for me, I look at it and it's almost more entertainment than accomplishment or entertain, entertainment versus substance out of the administration. So it kind of gets it, it kind of you got to weed through all of this stuff to try to figure out what's real and just what's Republican rhetoric. Rana, let me answer that. Ready? Yeah. That's yeah. up to you. That's up to the citizen. <laughs> That's up to you to turn off the noise. Well, I think it's turn off the noise, Charlie. It's just every, you know, I mean, like the thing yesterday with, with uh, about the late Congressman Dingle. Okay, hold on. Play it, Bob. It wasn't yesterday. It was the day before. Okay. The night that Trump is getting yeah, yeah. impeached, he comes to Battle Creek. And while he's in Battle Creek... We have this Dingle. Dingle. You know Dingle from Michigan? You know Dingle? You ever hear of her, Michigan? Debbie Dingle, that's a real beauty. So she calls me up like eight months ago. Her husband was there a long time. Bob, what the, what the, But what I didn't doing? give him the B treatment. I didn't Two give minutes. him the C or the D. I could have. Nobody would have, you know. I gave the A-plus treatment. Take down the flags. Why are you taking them down? For ex-Congressman Dingle. Oh, okay. Do this, do that, do that. Rotunda, everything. I gave him the, everything. That's okay. I don't want anything for it. I don't need anything for anything. She calls me up. 
It's the nicest thing that's ever happened. Thank you so much. John would be so thrilled. He's looking down. He'd be so thrilled. Thank you so much, sir. I said, that's okay. Don't worry about it. Maybe he's looking up. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> what was that buzz in the background? I don't know. I didn't hear it earlier. God damn this show. Sorry, Rana. It's BS. BS news. So listen, uh, like that's kind of out of bounds, isn't it? I know. I know. I mean, Debbie has been my friend for a long time. So I mean, obviously, in Michigan, we we love Debbie and John, and and I think she's a partisan, but I do respect her and like her a lot. But yeah, she's partisan. I mean, I mean, Debbie would say she's she's part of the machine, no doubt. But you know, obviously, you know, and and it's hard for her. This is her first Christmas without her husband. I think. Everybody relates to that. But Should the president apologize? You, uh, I'm not going to tell. If I have something to say to the president, I'll say it privately. I'm not going to say it on a radio show. Okay. So well, that's, that's, my, that's my relationship with him. Thanks but, for calling it a radio show because you're really overstating it. <laughs> <laughs> but what I will say about the news and the distraction and that, um, it is unfortunate. You know, if, and, and this, is an exce- this is different than your show, but if I go on a TV show, you're on for one minute. I mean, the consumption of news is done at a rapid clip, and people really aren't dialing in. And I think that's one of the things I hear all the time is, how do you know what's going on? And it does take – we have more news sources than ever, but it's harder to consume it and to know if this is true or this isn't. And I do think there are some really substantive things that have come out of this administration, the Right to Try Act that allows people to try uh, medicine. Okay, wait, don't, don't list. You already got the list already. Look. Yeah, you've got the First Steps Act that's allowing people to come out of prison – um, for nonviolent crimes, this is something that's, that's that was done in a bipartisan way. So there's well, a we, lot we didn't of things that are Dingle, happening, though. but we don't hear about that. I thought, yeah. look, it's, politically speaking, it's a masterstroke by the guy. I, I I don't like it, but look, he already said what he said about um, McCain, McCain, and he said about Sergeant Khan. I mean, it doesn't shock me, but I'll tell you what happened. I'll tell you how this guy knows what he's doing, and it goes feathers right into what you said about a minute. This is what got picked up in Michigan. It wasn't that he was impeached or the the validity of the impeachment. It turned out to be, you know, he's dogging a dead man, although the dead man dogged him and told him to go to hell while he was alive. But that's fair game, though, Charlie. Guess what? Now everything's fair game. And they're raising $20 million. Rana, I was... I will say, people don't know what impeached. My kids came up from school yesterday. They're like... Did the president get removed from office? Of course, my kids knew, but they're like, everybody thought that was going to happen because they don't even know what impeachment is. I mean, so many people don't even understand what's going on in Washington. They thought by him, uh, and, and now they're questioning if it, it, he even is impeached since the articles haven't gone over to the Senate. There's this Harvard law professor who's saying if the articles don't go to the Senate, he's not impeached. I mean, it's just confusing, and the news cycle moves so quickly. And it's hard to dial into the good things that are happening. And welcome to the modern era, because you said there was three impeachments and there were four uh, marches to impeachment. One was Andrew mm-hmm. Johnson after the Civil War, and that, that one was for very uh, understandable reasons. But since then, it was Nixon, Clinton, Trump. My lifetime. This yeah. is what happens to the institutions that I am actually living under, and I am scared to death of what happens for not only your children, my children, Karen's children, the unborn children. What are we doing? We're all to blame. (laughs) (laughs) 
Well, you know, you got to get involved. And um, it doesn't get, you know, people are turned off by politics. I see it all the time, and I don't blame them. But good people have to run, and you don't just seed the ground, and you've got to pay attention. And it doesn't, the, these things matter. They matter locally. They matter nationally. And um, sticking our head in the sand doesn't help. Well, you know what, you and I, uh, with, you know, we like to speak honestly to the listeners. You and I talked earlier this week, and I told you, I'm, I'm ch- looking into like a run for national office as an independent, and we got to encourage people. But you can't, you really don't have a chance if you don't belong to Donkey Inc. or Elephant Inc. It's true, right? It's stacked against you if you're a regular person wanting to get in the process. Yeah, I haven't researched how hard it is to get on the ballot as an independent. But, yeah, it's harder because you don't have a national party that's raising money or building an infrastructure for you. I mean, candidates federally can only raise $2,800 per person. And that sounds like a lot. But um, when you look at uh, the parties or these PACs, the PACs can take $100 million checks. I mean, it's just crazy. So, and the parties can um, absolutely um, work the party, with the candidates. I can take a lot of, yeah, and I can work with the candidate, and I can take a much bigger check. So it is harder for an independent unless they're a self-funder or a really well-known name and, and have, a, uh, have a following. Okay, why'd you drop, um, you, I used to know you as Rana Romney McDaniel. Oh, you didn't drop That's it. Well, love, I didn't get, make the point name, clear. I didn't make the point yeah, clear. Yeah, my, my middle name's still Romney, and and I hate the story. It, it ticks me off all the time. Um, I'm glad I asked know, then. Please I'm clear glad. it up. Thank you for letting me clear it up. You know, my husband, Patrick McDaniel, is the most wonderful man. When when we took this role, I just said, you know what, I'm going to make the decision to go by McDaniel more fully because I'm away from my husband and my two kids all the time, and everyone forgets the McDaniel. When they introduce me, they always call me Ronna Romney. Well, you know what? I'm Ronna McDaniel. And so Romney is still my middle name. It's been my name for 20 years since I got married. But uh, I'm glad that people know who my husband and my kids are. And I'm glad that their name gets a little more recognition since they don't see their mom and their wife quite a bit. Um, yeah, my wife. And that's my prerogative as a woman. Oh, oh it's, it's so your demeaning. prerogative as a human. <laughs> as a human. It's so demeaning, this this story that got out. I just hate it. <laughs> it's an evolution of self, too. You know, you get yeah, to the point Yeah, it is the evolution of to... self. You yes. realize, I didn't know, you know, as I vote two years, and I was Michigan chair. It was amazing how many times people dropped the McDaniel. And I just said, I'm done, and I'm going to go by Ronna McDaniel. And, yeah, you know, you take the hits, and that's part of being in public life. Are you related to Mitt Romney? I am, yeah. He's my uncle. He's your uncle. See, I knew that, but maybe the listener didn't. So, your, your your father, in my opinion, in many people's opinion, is very establishment. He's a uh, Republican. <laughs> very august, you know, rich guy, country club, done a lot of things in his life, saved the Olympics. The, he's the senator. No, from that's Utah. my uncle, not my dad. Yeah, that's Mitt. Yes. Is Mitt yeah. your uncle? Mitt's my uncle, yeah. And the governor of our great state. Was uh, my grandfather. That's your grandfather. So you're from, so you're a lifelong Republican. Whose party is this now? Is it, is it your uncle's uh, who calls Trump a con man? Or is it Trump's who calls your uncle a stone loser? <laughs> I think it's the voters' party. They're the ones who elected the president. Oh, you mean it's the so rednecks' party now? <laughs> <laughs> that leaves you out, Bob. A lot of people. <laughs> There's a whole swath of people who voted for the president, but I think it's 
up to the voters. They chose Donald Trump, so it belongs to them. They picked their candidate, and, and he ran on things in Michigan that were different. He said, we can do better with trade, and we can make better deals, and we can focus on manufacturing. And, and that's not something you heard from Republicans very often. He went he went to Detroit. He went to Flint. We haven't seen a lot of Republicans do that. So he, did, he, he was a different kind of candidate. He did take half the, understatement. the, the demo, he did take half the, demo, <laughs> the, the Democrats platform like China and yeah what what do you think it's appropriate or or working he took them on he t- uh, we have a NAFTA redo it's USMCA don't answer it that's my statement in my opinion it's mostly NAFTA about 90% NAFTA but 10% is tweaked. better than what we got it was tweaked okay it was tweaked fine okay uh, he banned Muslims. <laughs> That's something he promised. That's not a democratic thing. The Wallies, the Wallies building, the court appointees are very conservative. So he's take. That's what I'm saying. He's taking. I'm saying what Trump said he would do. He's taking. And he cut taxes, and he has deregulated, and he's done energy, made us more energy independent. So there's a lot of things. So that are he's, he's like a half traditional Republican, and he's taking a lot of the democratic platform. There's not a whole lot of room to move, and I think that's why you're seeing trouble with the Democrats. Yeah, I mean, I watched last night. I watched Joe Biden say, uh, I'll, um, I don't care if we lose 100,000 blue-collar jobs to get the to get uh, to the Green New Deal. I mean, I, I thought that was an interesting comment. I like the him. Green New Deal. Listen, mm. what's wrong with clean renewable energy in 10 years? What's wrong with the living wage for everybody? What's wrong with universal health care? What's wrong with free college? The only thing wrong with the Green New Deal is they didn't promise me a unicorn. I also <laughs> want a unicorn since we're going to do I believe in all those things, but every sensible American knows we can't accomplish all that. Yeah. This fast. Well, but you got you to you shoot big. Let's fix K through 12 before we go to free college. Thank you. First grade in Detroit. Let's fix K through 12. Okay. My kids are in public school here in Michigan. They're in a great school, but let's fix our, 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 let's get our kids reading. Let's get them graduating from high school before they go to college, uh, before we start paying for free college. I'm sorry. I I agree agree too, but is DeVos the person to drive that change? Huh? I said I agree too, but is DeVos that person to drive that change? Well, now we're going to DeVos. Like, it doesn't matter if it's DeVos. You mean is is it this party? But then okay. again, you know what I mean. I've been alive fifty four years almost now. Is anybody fixing it? I just no. am disgusted with the whole thing. My roads stink. Federal money. My water stinks. Federal oversight. Right. My uh, well, power grid. Is the worst in America, federal money and oversight. So what are we doing, Charles? This is what we talk about all We're the time. We're talking! I'm saying, what, what is anybody <laughs> doing? Anybody. Ever. Well, Ron is over there saying uh, the president got more done than anybody else. I, I believe the economy's better, but it's temporary. Half the people I know and don't for have whom? five grand. You know, they keep saying that, but, you know, when you keep looking at I mean, we have more people working than ever. In our history, and then they just revised. But the what job? job but what jobs wait, are they wait, working wait. at? Yeah, but that's well, true. Manufacturing yeah. other. I mean, no, it's, not it's manufacturing. across the board. It's, yeah, there has been manufacturing. He's had over four hundred thousand manufacturing. Yeah, but manufacturing's on the slide. We know that. And number two, we have more people working, but as a proportion of adults, we're at a near high of people that have dropped out of the workforce. 
And they're working two jobs, part-time jobs, to make you know ends meet for their family. But but again, I mean, I will. I gotta say, but it. wages have been growing for the lower income under this administration. So it's three percent overall, the highest in a decade. Is that re- is that nominal 80%. or is that adjusted for inflation? I I, I don't know. I, Thank you. I, it's it, nominal. It is growing. Yeah, well, <laughs> it is. Growing. There's no doubt. But it's growing. It's and you, you see, you just see CNN. Listen, CNN. I think all of us agree. We have disagreements. CNN is not a fan of President Trump, right? No, but I watched it the other night and I was today. like, God, this is like fake acting. I watched it today. They said they just did a poll. 76% of the people they polled feel like the economy is good. It I mean, is That's good. remarkable. They're not going to say it if they don't feel it. I mean, that's not something you lie about. Absolutely. Because people are feeling better. The economy is doing better. And listen, we know what it's like to be in a downturn. We're from Michigan. I lived here in 2008. It was brutal. When our friends, my friends were leaving and going bankrupt and, and foreclosing on their homes, uh, we, are, we are doing better than we were before this president took office. And we're three years in. And it's because of policy. It's moving regulation and it's cutting taxes. Yeah. I mean, kind of. But I'm a Republican. I believe that. So, and I, no, I, no, know. Me, you look, you know, look, a, a market, you know, they say free markets, right? A market is a construct. There, market means there are rules. You can't cheat. You can't counterfeit. You can't be a monopoly. That's what a market really is. It's all about where we're going to be in that bandwidth. But I just, what I know from Michigan, and thank you for speaking to your people through us, what I know is, yeah, we feel the economy's better. Of course, we lived through 2008. But we're really afraid of the next downturn. Like, uh, you know, household debt is at an all-time high. The federal debt, is uh, the deficit, the budget deficit this year. High. It, in a growth period, it's the highest it's ever been. The economy's grown at 2%, and the borrowing of the government is at 5%. So if the government start bo- stopped borrowing, would we be in a recession? You, you feel me? We're not mm-hmm. sure. <laughs> well, the good thing is, as party chair, I don't create policy. I just have to elect people. <laughs> so, <laughs> Can you help me job. get elected? Race- Raising she can money, raise money and for going you. and electing candidates. Clearly. <laughs> so I, I mean, I, I, that's most of my job is, is uh, you know, raising money and then putting the field program together and the ground game together to make sure I can turn out the vote for our candidates. So has that's it, what I'm focused on. Has it been the job of a lifetime? It's been um, remarkable. It has. But I love Michigan. I still live in Michigan. But you so, like your you way know. a lot, aren't you? <laughs> Excuse me. You're, I'm away a lot. Yeah. I have. I'm over. Um, I hit the diamond medallion on Delta in April this year. So that gives you a feel. Of how much a lot of miles. I'm flying. Do you miss I your kids? Do you, do you feel the kids are suffering at all? Because you know. Yeah, you're, you're I mean, I think it's. Um, I think any working family. My husband got a great job, and we both work really hard. I think any working family, no matter where you are, that balance is always an issue, and. Mom guilt is alive and well, but my kids are doing good, and I've got family and friends, but it's it's tough. My really marriage tough. was stronger when I was on the road more. <laughs> was it? Well, that no, says something, Charlie. It just, I, it doesn't it? <laughs> are you uh, are are you are you are you home now, Rana? Are you? I am. Of... I'm home. I was just wrapping oh, Christmas presents. Good. Merry which, Christmas. Which county? Which what did county? You get for Charlie? Me? Yeah. What'd you get me? <laughs> I this. No, I'm coming on your show. I've been no, oh, oh, like it's a gift. That's oh. the gift, Charlie. Oh, okay, big shot. <laughs> how, how Republican no, I, was, I had no Christmas <laughs> presents. I had no Christmas presents for my kids, and I was going to say, 
um, I was going to post a picture saying the impeachment stole Christmas with them presentless because we've just been so busy. But you ready for this one? Done. I got a good well, one for well, you. Maybe maybe the Christmas gift for them was the the tax cut. <laughs> you know, I mean, Bob. <laughs> I told you he was a libtard. Uh, I love it though. He got to do it because Bob's. You he know, got to do the digs. That's good. Did he dig? I wasn't actually really listening. I'm drinking well, Jameson. Was like a little punch. But listen, uh, yeah, well. you can try this one. Here's a, here's a here's a tweet for you. James in the uh, in the giant impeachment. Try that. Oh, one. I like that there one. There you go. Hire me. I, I like. I that. can do stuff. She's got twenty million. She can afford. She's got you twenty milski. Three point six million in November alone. That's you had a little month. bit of Bob. <laughs> Just one month. Just one month. It's a record. It's been pretty. Knock on wood, because then you have to raise that. Then you have to do well the next month. Okay, so. two questions and two it questions. It never ends, right? Two, two more questions. It never ends. I'm, I did fundraising calls half the day today, too. Okay, go like this. Um, just, okay, like pitch me. Call me. Like I'm a, I'm a deep-pocketed <laughs> guy. You give me the pitch. I'm not doing that. Come on, give me the pitch. I'm not going to do that. No, no, I'm not doing that. Okay, I'm just not, give me a... I'm not revealing my trade secrets. Why would I do that? No. Because we might call in and give you some money. I'll call you privately. I'm not doing it. Her, her trade secret individual. is her middle name that she's dropped when she calls, and they say, "Oh, let me just that's tell it. you in the Trump in the Trump universe, my middle name doesn't help." Well, no, probably not. Yeah. Oh, yeah, by no, the way, I mean, let me just tell you. Yeah. Okay. Last question here. Unless, oh, ask me a question before I ask you the last question, which is the most um, difficult question. Something serious. No. I, I think on your serious? feet. Think on your feet. So, um, what are you actually planning on running for office? I uh, I've been taking a lot of meetings, um, talking to, you know, deep pocketed people, the quote unquote small people. I've been looking into the laws. I've been looking into what PACs and super PACs and five hundred one C fours can do. Mm-hmm. What political part? I've been asked, and I feel I have a lot to offer. That I really know the mechanics of this state. I know. The law. I know how people live. I live among them, and uh, yes, I'm I'm seriously considering it. And, and you're I, real. Yeah, but you know people, Charlie, and they trust you and they value your perspective. Yeah. You, you don't try to exploit people for your personal gain. Uh, you're sympathetic. You're empathetic, uh, and you you bring something to them that they don't find in anyone else. And I don't know, you know, like abortion, pro-life, pro-abortion. Why don't we encourage adoption? And bolster foster care. We all agree on that. I'd, I'd rather not fight. I'd rather find some common ground. You know. Well, um, come run as a Republican. I don't want you running. <laughs> I've look. I don't know how many people you know voted for Ronald Reagan and Barack Obama. A lot. Do you know what? If you look at um, did you see that Saginaw Focus Group that Axios did? Do you know? Well, Axios of course, we've it? all seen the Saginaw Focus Group that Axios <laughs> exactly. it's commissioned. On HBO, but it's they're Trump, they're Obama voters who voted for Trump. There's about ten of them. It's fascinating. You should watch it. They just they just aired it last week. Yeah, I and get this it. Is, it's just and those are the people who voted for Reagan. They voted for Reagan, and then they went to Obama, and then they'd come back. Because it's just spinning. But I also think that people, too, are at a point, they want someone that's going to do something for them. And so you do see some flipping of the party. You know, people mm. are looking for, for somebody that is moving beyond politics, but in a productive way. So, mm-hmm. you know, I, I do think that people are, are not as party loyal uh, as they may have been once upon a time. 
I don't disagree. You know, the rally we had in Battle Creek. So I get a, I get a, a breakout of all the people who requested tickets and kind of we 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 look at how many of them are registered voters. You've got and their 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 metadata. Like I get their data. Yeah. Wow. And we thirty percent of Joey the people at the Battle on. Creek rally were um, were independent. And so, how many? Oh, almost thirty percent, and almost twenty percent were Democrats. So it was a really interesting makeup, and we're seeing that across the country, uh, more and more independent. So is that true? Because you know, Karen's like, that's not true. No, I'm not. I'm laughing. And she's rubbing because- her finger, <laughs> which, if you know Karen, means it is true. It's true. I, Here listen, it comes. our data has been spot on, and you know what? If you look at these polls, and this is what's so wrong. Most of the, it's about 30, 30, 30 right now nationwide. So when you see a poll that has like 47% D and 45% R, it's usually weighted higher for Ds. It's just weighted too high. So, so much of it's dishonest. It's, I'm way in the weeds right now. But So let me ask you a question like about, that we you like probably it. won't answer, but let me ask this question. How many sure. of the people at uh, said rally, this one in Battle Creek and other rallies, are actually plants? Because, you know, the, the, the question always becomes, there's always like some random black person behind Donald there's Trump. There's always one he's person. Just, yeah. And he's just standing there like no, he's lost. So no it's like, where plans. do you find these people? There are no plants. There's none. I mean, the thing is, is you don't limit the tickets. So the venue only had like 5,600 and we had, I won't tell you how many, but significantly more people asked for tickets, but you want everybody to show up. So placement. So it's, just, it's just first come, first serve. I mean, that's how it is. Oh, I'm not there. Yeah, placement. I'm not you know? there putting people. And Karen? then you have the VIP section. I which saw, is like I for saw the you in Minneapolis, though, getting the <laughs> shout out. I did. I, I went to Minneapolis. That was the riot. That was fun. It was in Texas. But to Karen and Bob and to you, Rana, and Mannequin Joe's over there putting patchouli on. Here's, oh, yeah, Joe's been very quiet. Here's what he's on. Uh, no, he's been very, very loud today. That's why he's called Mannequin. He just, he's a millennial, you know what I mean? He's, just, he's got <laughs> opinions, but he just. See. He's just been texting. They don't know how to talk. <laughs> they just text. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. It's a put down. We're going to flame you on Twitter. <laughs> Rana puts down millennials texting. On I'll say that. Here's what Coleman Young. No, I'm not doing that. I'm yeah, just, I know. My, my teenage kids, they, sometimes I'm like, pick up the phone. Get off the texting. I know. My kid, too. Me. Or walk in the room. Yeah. Go to, go to yeah, where or, the person yeah. is. But my kid exactly. Ex- they'll text you from upstairs. Mm-hmm. I'm like, literally, come down to the kitchen. How about this? Do you get this? I, I go to pick my kid up from school. Ring, 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 ring. Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah. What is that? Yeah. That's how a kid answers the phone now. It totally. Uh, totally. Like, you mean hello? Hey, pops. My son's not like that. My son saw the president the other night, and he walked up and he said, you know, how you doing, big guy? That's what my son said to the president of the United States. And I'm like, oh, now Your son said that to Trump? <laughs> yeah. Well, it wasn't. And what did Trump say? Oh, he laughed. He thought it was hilarious. The last time he saw him, he went up and he said, you're a good-looking guy just like me. And the president was like, you're much better looking than so I am. So your son has he... politics 101 down uh, already. Oh, yeah. Watch out. He's playing he's to a, his he's ego. Yeah. <laughs> Plus, his, the, your kid's fingers match his body size. <laughs> oh, damn. Oh, snap. Snap. Snapperino. Okay, last question, Ron. I know you've. You yeah. don't want to leave, but I do. I have to. I do actually have to get calling back on the rich phone. people. I understand. Which yeah. leaves us out. Uh, yes, we're you know our capital city is Detroit, and we're looking back on the Thanksgiving Day parade, and there's never been a black Santa. Is it time? 
Are we ready for a black <laughs> Santa? Sure, why not? I've never even been to the Thanksgiving parade in Detroit, which is so bad. I know. Yeah, I've been to the what Lions are you talking game. about? But I've Ronald, been to the Lions game. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> We're not talking about that. Is it time, Rana, for Detroit to have a black Santa? <laughs> I'm not weighing in on what Detroit needs. Oh, don't be political. I don't know. Be a mom. Come on, mama. I think all Santas are great. Everybody I know, but should Detroit, should we have Santa. two? It's where her son get his, gets his political I don't know. I, is it like a Santa that's been doing it for 50 years? Is it like a Yes, a we have that. Park? Yes, yes, there are. There are he has experience. Professional <laughs> fake Santas who are black. I don't know. It's time, isn't uh, it? Yeah, I don't. I, yes, Charlie, it's time. Charlie, whatever you say, sure. If he was Republican. Yeah, as long as he has a Trump hat on, I'm fine with that. It is red. It is red. <laughs> so Ben Carson is going to be Santa next year? It is red. and that, See, why not? Why would no. it? No. You ask Ben Carson. Really? Is the 15 no. you up at night, do you think about these things? Like, really? Come on. No. Yeah. yeah. Well, actually, you know, people do. People do. Yeah. You've never heard this song? I don't care what the white man say. Santa Claus is a black man. I've never heard that song. Google it. But you have a good, you have a good voice. Oh, thank you. You You're should welcome. hear it with music. It's even better. <laughs> um, next time, Bob. Next time. Always, always something to look forward to. Absolutely. <laughs> Listen, um, thank you really for the time. We will. Uh, it's okay. You promised the audience. You're a very big one. Very independent. Uh, you join us during the political season here. Yeah. Check in once I in a promise. while. I promise. But you have. But you know, I might have a. Tinier time frame. I know this. I, I, you know, I just milked it for all it was worth. I, I know you do. It was, I know it was really cool. But yeah, I'm getting like beat up by my staff. You got to get off the phone. But I'm like, uh, okay, I can't yeah. do that. It's Charlie. And um, and the big guy. Yeah, I haven't talked to him in three years. May, may, maybe the big guy. Yeah, uh, you say it's a pretty hip show. Maybe come on. Oh, you okay? You want me to tell him to come on? Okay, well, you can ask him. He's the only president if he can of the talk United to, States. What's the mannequin's name? Joe. Mannequin oh, Joe. Mannequin Joe. Only yeah. if he can talk to mannequin Joe. Hey, Joey, say something. <laughs> That's about it. Okay. Right. Thank you. Merry Christmas. Thanks, right. Rhonda. Merry, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, guys. Right. Take thanks, care. Thanks for having me. Bye-bye. Take care. Bye. Bye-bye. She's friendly for a Republican. Not a chicken shit. I know. Not a chicken shit. I know. She's smart. No, she took it. She's smart. Yeah, but, you know, she's got, she's got she, a long... She's got some spin. Yeah, but she's got a long legacy. Uh, I mean, the family name in the Republican Party. They have a lot of influence. Sure. Um, you know, a lot of... Let's go like this. She's very serious. Yeah, she I is. I mean, not a dope. She Spin, you may say spin, but she, she knows what to say, what she thinks. Like, you see how easy that was? Wasn't yeah. afraid. No, Take wasn't. note, no, Governor Whitmer. Yeah, Take wasn't. note. Well, when you're confident... Take note, Chief of Police. When you're comfortable with and confident in who you are and how you feel in your position, and she doesn't have to, you know, the people you name, feel, maybe they've got people to answer to that, that, are, that, are, that uh, may differ. She didn't have to make excuses and she didn't for have, Then she doesn't have to do that. So, I mean, there, therein lies the difference. You're not, I, okay, you know what we're going to get? You mean softball questions are right on? It's like, dude, we're just... This is how, to be honest with everybody, when you're on the phone with a person like that, this is how the conversation really goes. Like when you're a reporter or, Karen, you've been in politics a long time. That's exactly how it goes. It's true. Yeah. You know, she you might not drop a little it. something, something, but when you're the political reporter, those are the talking points. Sure. Right? 
That's that's but how you got to know how to handle it. I mean, you ha- but that comes in understanding. Well, and she's savvy. Well, yeah, I mean, but I'm saying when a person is prepared absolutely. and you understand what you think, you understand your platform, you're sincere about it, then nothing that anybody can throw at you will throw you off because that's you're true. you're grounded in in all of that. Right. Well, and you, that's preparation. And you believe it. And you believe it. What did you just hear? Yeah. The architect of the financial underpinnings of Trump, not only Trump, but the people running for Senate in the House. Like, yeah. that's who you heard from, ladies and gentlemen. She respected you. She hung on for a long time. You got to see these emails from the staff. And thank you, by the way, Gabriella, for, you know, being the interface there and scheduling this. But it's also anal. We got fifteen. We got a hard. We got a hard stop at one fifteen. We'll precisely at one o'clock. We'll call in. Well, I'm not going to argue that. I've been on the other side. Exactly. Of that. She, she was very generous with her time. She was. And she, she was very honest. But, you can but tell. I think she was enjoying the conversation. She yes. respects Charlie. That yeah. make, that means a lot. If she didn't respect you, Charlie, she would have said, "Lay, I've got, I've got a hard, you know." Well, she would never call in. I've yeah. got to go. Yeah, but even if she did, you know, sometimes they're yeah, yeah, play, yeah. She would have cut it off. So the respect that she has for you, whether she always agrees with you or not, is another story. But that speaks volumes. Well, and you know, there's there's Bob giving her the what's for. That's true. She didn't get pissy. No, and I, I was I asked respectfully. I mean, I wasn't trying to be mean about no, it. No, no, you're but you're also like this. You were regular. Play the tape back to yourself. You're like no, 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 no. And like, she answered. I think that's how it should go, ladies it and sh- gentlemen. It should. Why we gotta hate each other? Well, we don't. Charlie, what does everybody say about you? What do their staff say about their? Oh, you want everybody's know what they afraid say of Charlie. About me. Oh. Everybody's afraid of Charlie. Charlie does not bite. Charlie's okay. You just have to know your stuff. You just got to be prepared, and you've got to be able to come here and argue your point legitimately, substantive, right. substantively. Right. You know, I mean, you can't bring the BS in here, and people with BS. Yeah, you don't are take. Not you don't. You don't take cheap shots. And we're not going to give you questions beforehand. Gonna... <laughs> people are like, "Can you give me the questions?" We no, don't we don't know what we're going to ask. And I do believe she did say, "Yeah, why not a black Santa?" I do believe. Well, she kind of, sort of, but not well, really. And then, yeah, yeah, she, yeah, it was, it was a soft. Black I'm tweeting. It's a funny thing. I'm tweeting. She says, I never thought about it. Of course you didn't. You know, I mean, I wouldn't expect for her to. But, you know, it's, it's all good, Charlie. It's I didn't fine. ask her. Well, they, uh, come on. What she's do you Mormon. Think, Bob? She's Mormon, I'm, I'm sure. Should we have a black Santa? Yeah. Absolutely. That's what I'm we saying. should have a Chinese Santa next year. Should no, have... no, no, no. Now you're diminishing it. Look, first of well, all. Well, but I, I. Let's wait a minute. People are people. Wait a minute. Who cares whether you're black, but a, but, yellow, but, but, or but red? But in a predominantly African American city. And I was just thinking wait, wait, oh, wait, yeah. for just, years. Wait, yeah. Whoa, whoa. Hey. I was just. The country, okay, it's native people first. They got taken. True. That's true. And, and, you know, no disrespect to anybody, but the two largest groups who've been mixing and fighting and, and, and it's black and white. If, you know, if you really, in, in the world, we're not talking about it like an, an Asian Santa. It's black Santa. Well, but, and part of that, I think, religion plays into the thing because white people and black people share a common you know history with christianity that maybe asians and indians don't share well you forgot the the largest minority group in america which is the hispanics or the, and the hispanics which well but are, are christian. christian so so yeah well i'm just i was just thinking strictly black and white i hadn't even thought about it that in depthly i mean i'm thinking in terms of this being a predominantly african american city all of the african the years of leadership uh, here in the city of detroit and and i love seeing santa claus come down what were to me that's the official start of the holiday season right and i just thought about it this year i'm like why don't we have a black santa 
Wait, you mean an African American Santa? Black Santa. Well, then why do you say African American? Whatever. Predominantly African American. Okay, a predominantly black city. Well, say African American Santa. Black Santa. Right. Because you wouldn't mind if he was Jamaican. Black Santa. You do mind if he was Nigerian? Black Santa. Somebody from the east side of Detroit. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> do you think I, I, the I think, white Santa's I, I, from I, Detroit? Get, I, think, get, I, I, I think we should do that. Let's get Sada Baby to, to play Santa. Let's get Trick Trick to play you know, Santa. The, the people in Oakland <laughs> County, my dad, need to see a black Santa. Hey, me, I'm from Oakland County, man. They do. I'm from Oakland Why County. Did they, wait, well, look at you, libtard, putting your values on me. I need <laughs> to see. Well, it, I mean, it'd be you do. better for me. Yes, it would it, be. It, it'd just be kind of cool. It would be kind of cool. It would be realistic, you know? I mean, it, it would be. There's nothing wrong with it. And all, everybody's no. saying that, you know, we're, uh, you know we're, we're in this society where race doesn't matter and I don't see color. Okay, well, if you don't see color, let's have a black Santa. Let's well, see if you don't see, If you don't see color, open your fucking eyes. Yeah, but, that, that's, you know, but I'm saying that's, I mean, all, that's always the quick, that's always that's, a quick the, you know. Oh, if that, you don't, like, feel sad for you. That's I mean, what makes this that's what makes us great. Place great. How, how yeah. would you not see color? Exactly. You're colorblind? <laughs> No. But you can see shades. Charlie, what are you doing for the holiday? For Christmas? That's it. Th- you know, shout out to my brother Jimmy. He called up. He says, what are you doing for Christmas? I'm like, I'm not sure. What are you doing? He goes, I'm not sure. Because my mom went. Yeah, it's a oh, I'm too old. Did you guys normally have uh, like dinner at your mom's or whatever? Like, yeah, but you know, we're sh- you know, yeah. most of the listening audience around the world, by the way, I uh, there's people from Vermont calling me and like I know it's Detroit but I love listening and I said because Detroit is America so whatever you're hearing here it's probably going on at your place but we usually get loaded <laughs> eat all her stuff don't clean the dishes oh, right what? it gets smoky and really just you know. I love everybody they love me but everybody hates getting together that's why you moved out. <laughs> I know, it's just, you know... That's what we do, anyway. Once, once upon a time... And my brother over. Growing up, you know, everybody congregated at somebody's house. Young people or the kids sat at a separate table or another room, and people stayed, they talked, everybody shared in the preparation, the consumption, and then the cleaning up. Of, I mean, it was a family thing. Now, people show up, they eat, they want to fix something to take, and they go. I mean, I might as well put a neon sign on the door. It's like, carry out here. Yeah. It's just different, and it's just, eh. Get some sliders and stay home. Oh, by the way, well, uh, I, I think, you know, people are hey, hey, oh, worried. Hey, oh, Got to do this. Got to do this. I want to hear about Bob's this. Christmas, but okay, go ahead. We're going to come right back, because right. this part of the show is uh, brought to you by Luke Nowacki. Remember, Kevin Orr said, Kevin Orr, the emergency ah. manager, panic, do not panic. And Luke Nowacki's reminded you that uh, do not jump around, get a long-term financial strategy. Luke Nowacki at Pinnacle Well, 248-663-4748. For rational financial advice, Luke Nowacki wants to send out his respect to you, the first responders, as do we all here. Call Luke Nowacki at Pinnacle Wealth. Get your future plans on track today. Position you and your investments, retirement, and college savings plans for the long run. Luke Nowacki, 248-663-4748. If you guys don't support the people that support the show, there will be no show. Trust me when I tell you, Luke's the guy. Uh, God, Luke, I want to get rid of this, man. 
Securities and Investment Advisory Services offered through Royal Institutions <laughs> Member of FNSIPC, Royal Institutions Inc. is separately owned and other entities under marketing name, products, or service reference here are independent of Royal Institutions Inc. Wow. Pretty good, right? Pretty good. David Hall coming up on 1,000 five-star reviews from their happy clients. This team of mortgage professionals provides every client with VIP service, ensuring they feel like a name and not a number. <laughs> Hall Financial, 248-308-5000. Rates have never been lower. Lock them in. Refi. Get the house. You heard Rana. Everything's great, but I doubt it. <laughs> Lock it in. Right? Again. Get your money right. Again. Chat with them online at davidhallmortgage.com. Anytime you want, they'll call. They even showed up to Bob's house. They did. They did. They were so great to work with. Did you get a great rate? I did. I got a really great rate. Did you shop Uh, around? It it was easy. Did you shop around? Uh, I did. I did. And they were the the best available. David Hall. And and they came out and they did Stop it, Bob. And it was great. (laughs) Didn't he ask you? (laughs) Holy shit, you should go work for these guys. Nope, you don't need to. They saved you a bucket load of they money. They saved me a shit ton of money. You don't need a side job. How much has saved you enough to re- to invest with Luke Nowacki? Uh, they, well, they saved me enough to do uh, my roof. Okay, that's a start. Which is a start. Yeah. You know. yep. Somebody else close to us called Luke. Not only me, but I can't. I forget I said that. Give Hall Financial a chance today. The official mortgage lender of the No BS News Hour. Equal housing lender, NMLS. Number one four six seven four three five, and really my favorite, really, ADR Consultants, overseeing more than a quarter billion dollars in private and public construction projects. Call Barry Allen Tuck at two four eight three one eight nine four two four for a consultation. I vouch. ADR, honest, ethical, smart. You're going to be hearing a lot more of this guy in the months to come. You hear that, Mike? You hear that, Mr. Mayor? <laughs> that that hasn't gone away. We'll get to some of that. Yeah. Because the, the tomorrow's news today is coming up, but I just wanted to remind you all. Listen, listen. It's a secret between us. <laughs> Ready? ADR Consultants, providing construction management and IT consulting services for your company, municipality, or law enforcement agency. Get the job done right, on time, on budget. ADR Consultants, 248-318-9424. Somebody call them, even if it's a fake number. Just, just call him. He has gotten a couple calls on him. But he's a big deal. Listen, I'm, I'm hearing. Bob, give me, give me the sound effect. Nice! We get, Joey even woke up. Nice! Uh, I got some schematics. Tomorrow's news today. Uh, if you think that Hudson's Tower is going to be 900 feet, you're sadly mistaken. Yeah, no way. So I got, to, I got some. They were down there busy the other day. I don't know what was they're, happening. They're, they're driving the caissons. They're, okay. they're yeah, digging a hole and pouring cement in there in order to build something on it. 900 feet, nah. Nah. Not going to. What are you hearing? How, how, how tall is it going to be? Man, I'm looking at uh, it. Nah. 600? You want me to lock into that? No, I don't know. I'll show you the picture. I, no, because, you know, it's just they're not going to have the financing. It's not going to be uh, 900 And if it is, Rock Ventures, Bed Rock, whoever, come on. 
The only time they got back to me was like, I'm like, do you now own the Wayne County Jail? And they said, no, 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 no. We're going we're gonna to take it over once we finish the new jail project because they're doing that one too. Right. Because who's on the hook for the conditions inside? That'll be coming in the new year. Hmm. They don't want to touch that because if they own that, they got to fix it. It's liability. Wow. They're going to have to fix so it. going to stick it to the Wayne County yeah, residents? I, I don't want to reveal what's going on. Well, if, hey, Wayne County residents, you got to have a jail that's healthy. It's yeah. not sticking it to anybody. They siphoned it off. Damn well, that's true. You get to pay again. Hey, Mom. You get to pay again. Merry Christmas. Great. My mom's like, what's up with my water bill? I'm like, you're <laughs> stealing. That's what's up with the water bill. Oh, boy. All right. Well, things oh. ever be better, Charlie. They'll be better when we want them to be better and we hold them accountable. Amen. And what do Rana tell you? You don't got a chance in freaking hell. <laughs> you even get close, we'll drop ten kabillion dollars on your head and make you like Gollum and crush you. Yeah, handsome, precious, precious. precious. Yeah, <laughs> that was Joey. Joey didn't say a word. He's Here. thinking it though. You guys ready? Here we go. All right, hit it, Bob. Beep 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 beep. beep. Nice, Flint. Wake up, Flint. It's been 190 days since Attorney General Dana Nessel dismissed all charges. Here's a word from the inside. All you reporters get your notepads. <laughs> I'm hearing, expect in January, February, and March, you'll see a new raft of charges. These charges will be similar to the old charges that they dropped. But these won't be charges for the money. These won't be the RICO charges. These won't be the financial fraud charges. I don't believe they got the brains in the AG's office to pull that off. But you will see, possibly, I'm hearing, perjury charges into the inner circle of Governor Rick Snyder. Hmm. Not, you know, criminal charges like this was a setup or right. a conspiracy. You'll get, and you'll, you'll see it blow up and the, and the media grab it like something big and new has happened. I'm not even clear if the involuntary manslaughter charges against the two biggest health directors in the state that were part of, right, Nick Lyons and uh, what's her name? I'm not going to say it because I don't have it written here. Do you remember? Uh, no. Okay. I'm not even sure those are going to be reinstated. But you will start to see. You what? Hello. I forgot about Where is he? He's in Flint. I, that was our Flint guy. I know, but I was thinking, like, where is he in the scheme of things? Well, he's loofing he his balls, remember? Like, he's been washing <laughs> those things in the Flint water for years, and he said they got all got Okay, all Charlie, chafed. I really don't want to hear that. <laughs> I don't. Where have where you, where you been working? He said it right on the show. I tried to forget about that. All right, Flint. Flint, some, some charges will be coming. Don't expect a lot. Don't expect the money men to be going down. Taylor, city of Taylor, <laughs> right? 17th, 19th biggest city in Michigan, right? The, as we told you, the mayor officially indicted. Yeah. Look at the charges. He's got to go through his trial, but kind of seems dead to rights. Uh, allegedly. 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 Rick Solars. <laughs> did you guys see that video that Kevin Dietz did? For Rick Solars? 
No. He wants you to hear that he's innocent, that he's being uh, railroaded. And then all of a sudden, boom, here come the indictments. <laughs> According to the U.S. Attorney's Office, Solar and his associates obtained scores of tax foreclosed properties owned by the city of Taylor. He sends them to his associate, and in return, his associate lavished Solars with thousands of dollars in cash and over $30,000 in renovations to Solars' home, over 11000 in renovations to Solars' lake house, and over $12,000 in new household appliances. The appliances included clothes, washer, and dryer. <clears throat> These are hardwood floors. What else did he get? Oh, a humidor. A oh, vacuum cleaner. Yeah, humidor. <laughs> a vacuum cleaner. A dishwasher, a microwave, a stove. I mean, allegedly shame. Allegedly. Now, remember they raided his house and found 200 grand. How does a mayor of... Sorry, Taylor. You know, I mean... It's a small town. A po- I mean, podunk. I wouldn't call it podunk. Well, but, I, I am because, I, you know, Ferndale podunk. The, uh, but I don't think the mayor should have 200 grand in a safe. The only thing that's not podunk is, uh, you know, like... Detroit, capital. We're all po dumb. Right. Let's embrace it. No. Okay. <laughs> You're right. I take it back, Taylor. Right there at the intersection of 94 and Telegraph Road. Beware of the cop sitting in the furniture store lot. Oh, the Gardner White cop. Gardner White. Be careful. Looking for you. <laughs> the indictment seeks the forfeiture of that $205,993 in cash seized from Solar's home in February. Now, inside sources, tell me Solar's is going to fight this, that Solar's says he won it at the casino, and he has receipts to prove it, he even put it on his taxes. Oh. <laughs> okay, you put on your tax. Really? Better Let's see be it. Better. Let's see it. You're a good-ass gambler. Yeah. But if the casino's messed up, maybe, in false receipts. Oh, that's a whole nother. There goes your gaming license. Yep. So is the casino going to see it all the way through? Is the casino going to... The casino... I'm not saying that's what happened, but I'm just talking. Right, right. If. Right? But here's what I do know. The star witness is the mayor's right-hand guy. He's ratting on you, Rick. I know him, too. He's ratting. Are you going to take this all the way, Rick? Or are you going to cut a deal? Well, the first thing he's got to do is produce some receipts. That's what he's saying. I'm being told he has them. But I'm telling you this. You think the U.S. Attorney's Office, the federal government's coming? If they found a legitimate end to those receipts? No, no. Court of law, of course. I'm not convicting you, sir, but I found the timing of your video to be ridiculous, and you haven't answered me Yeah. when, you know, on social media I asked you, did you pay for it, Rick? And did he you? said. Didn't answer. Uh, now, Taylor, listen, I no one's that, picking I think, on I you. I think that is an answer. Oh, Taylor Tucky, that's what they call it. Nothing wrong with that. No, I just happened. I knew it was some type of comparison. Analogy. You know what they call Hazel Park? I'm scared to ask. Hazel Tucky. So when you say that, black woman, it's racist. Oh, it's not. <laughs> oh, it's not racist. <laughs> it's racist. Well, they call Sag and I'll Sag nasty. People in Hazel Park call it Hazel Tucky. I mean. Flight attendants call it the toilet. <laughs> oh, 
Okay, finish your story, Charlie. <laughs> What's wrong here? And changing subjects. Know. We don't deserve this. It's the end of the year. I don't know. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. So who who's in on this? Where? Okay, let's see here. Uh, yeah, U.S. Attorney, FBI. Good luck, sir. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be there. The Attorney General, mm-hmm. William Barr, visiting Detroit this week, announcing... Wait for it. Wait for it. Oh. There's my beep, beep, beep. Or drum roll or something. Oh, no, we're not playing a clip from him. Just give me the beep, 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 beep. Oh, jeez, I just lost it. <laughs> okay, well, here, do a drum roll. Go ahead. Joey moved. Yes, oh, he is. <laughs> He's listening. $10 million from Detroit to help her with its violent crime. Because it's one of the cities with the highest crime rate in America. And yet again, you listening, friends and family, we've been told violent crime's falling. We don't need you stinking $10 million. But where would they apply that $10 million to really make a difference, Charlie? Would they pay our officers? Would they provide they hire them? More their, officers? Would they hire more? I mean, where does that go? I mean, because it sounds good, but it's going to be the distribution and the application of those funds at, at, to determine as to whether or not it really makes a difference or beyond just a good headline. Look, listen to you. How the hell did they run you out of City Hall anyway? Because I was making people work. You're smarts like that because you were smart. Well, now I wanted people to work. Like, you know, I, I just, my, my thing is, is that if you are receiving money, especially public money, to do a job, you need to give it 200%. Our city was at, at a pivotal point. People didn't need more promises, um, they needed results. And, you know. So you, you are for work for Medicaid. If you can, if you're able to. See, I like that. That's yes. freaking reasonable. But it is reasonable, Charlie. I mean, if you can. If, if you are able to, even if you're an entrepreneur, if you, are in, if you have time, if you are able-bodied and, and able mentally and emotionally, you should be able to contribute to the community that you live in and, and, and contribute to the benefit that you receive. Boom. And. Well, that's, that's true. Wait, wait. Given the fact hey, that wait, there's wait. a job for you to go work at. Wait, wait, wait. Exactly. Well, I got dropped a mic. Well said, Karen. But that's the truth, Charlie. I know. That's that's all we're looking for. I, I yeah. just, and I that's mean, why they ran your ass out. I guess so. They didn't really run you out, but they did. I walked out with my head up. Yeah, and, and, and a Burberry scarf. A Burberry shirt, and I pulled out in my Escalade, so I was fine. <laughs> snap. <laughs> oh, snap. Take this job and shove it. Hey, Karen ain't working here no more. Okay, so I just thought it was interesting. That we got on the day of the impeachment, the attorney general's here announcing some charity, $10 million, and for some perspective, the Detroit police budget is about $350, $400 million. It ain't nothing. Thanks for it. It ain't yeah. nothing. But let's not forget, murder's up, violent well, no, crime is up, shooting, non-fatal shootings are up, an officer that died that did not need to die. Narcotics has been stealing stuff. No, 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 no. And not one of you in the media that I heard or talked to asked that. What are we doing? What are you doing in town? Our crime's falling at record pace. And every year it changes. Not acceptable. Next. And the only one asking about it was Chicken Joe. 
Chicken Joe. Where is Joe? Was the only guy asking a chief tough question. We got a clip? We do. Ah! Oh, wow. Chicken Joe. quarter, we think we'll be in every precinct. And so we're going to continue to push that because we think it, it really matters. So with that, uh, I'm going to open it up for any questions uh, you might have. Yes, sir. Uh, Joe DeMarco with uh, No BS News. I've got a couple of questions for you, <laughs> three of them. But um, one of them is the crime numbers, the violent crime numbers that you've reported recently yes. seem to indicate a downward trend from 2014 until 2018. Yes. These were recently provided numbers. However, when compared to numbers that you provided to the state police in each of those years, there's a big difference in those numbers. That's factually not correct. We reported one year, and this is something we constantly go back and forth on. We reported one year that because of a, a, an outdated uh, computer-aided or uh, computer system that didn't work very well, we reported that the numbers that they had what the fuck? were lower yeah, than what we're trying to report. Spinning. So we're trying to this. manipulate data if that's the underlying question. Please. I will also tell you, I don't have the numbers in front of me. Let me just remind you. <laughs> all right. Oh, you probably don't know this. You probably don't know this. You probably don't know Good this. one, Joe. It's all bullshit. Good one, Joe. They're cutting, uh, you know, I'm told they're cutting. Joe, 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 Joe got his, his money cut again. Oh, did he? Gladlord wants to kick him out. Oh, jeez. Ah. And Joe self-fired himself from the show. I was going to say, where is Joe? We had a big Christmas thing for him last year. This year... Nothing. He's not here. What do you mean he's self-fired? Remember, he's like, I thought I was fired. I'm like, I gave you a nice big check, bought you a bunch of beers. We talked about journalism. And then, you know, Joe, you're lazy. <laughs> this is my Christmas present to you. You're lazy. <laughs> but he, the question, he, I, I, that, was, that was great positioning. Yeah. I, I'm impressed. No one else was asking it. And finally, I want to thank uh, the readers of uh, Deadline Detroit. I wrote a story you can find on my Facebook page at Charlie LaDuff. I've been following a young man around in Detroit, young black man, trying to see how hard it is to come of age in the concrete city, get through high school, find yourself a career. We've had lunch with him, Karen. Yes, very nice, impressive young man really just is. looking to find his way. Yeah, and, and to stay alive. Yep. Well, it came to his door. His best friend took uh, a couple of bullets in the chest outside the liquor store when he said the wrong thing to the dope dealer who's been marauding that place for a month, no police. Mm. It's on the east side over by the King Houses, notorious over there. Mm. And yet th this dope dealer's still running around. Uh, the young man, Jordan, rough and L, called me up and said he didn't know what to do. It's his, his brother, and the mother was too poor to bury him. The young man's name is Timarian... Tiller, wrote a little story, put it on Deadline Detroit, and in an hour, the community took care of it. In an hour, we raised about 6000 bucks, 5000 bucks. I'm about to contribute as well, Charlie. Beautiful. So help them out. And the funeral will be Christmas Eve. I'll be oh, going wow. to it. Boy. And I want to thank you, the people that contributed, and thank you people who listen and Thank anybody that's reasonable and a good member of the, our, our community. We don't got to agree. You didn't have to like this show. I love you. I care about you. And I, I, I think everybody in this room does. 
Karen, get off the fucking phone. I'm making a donation. We're in the I'm middle of the show. I'm listening, Charlie. I can God do more than one. damn it. I can do I mean, more. she's multitasking. Come on. Gosh. I feel like I'm in school. This was the nice, <laughs> this was the nice part of the show. Was it? Yeah, this I was, was being nice. Was I'm it? donating money. I'm trying to do the right thing, Charlie. Do the right thing. I, I do the right thing. I'm listening. Now, all the time that I was really doing something else, I was on Twitter re- <laughs> looking at people retweeting our picture. You didn't say anything. Now I'm doing something of substance, Good, right. and you reprimand me. I'm, I'm watching. Don't fake it. Don't lie to me. You were in there contributing to the Republican National Committee. Oh, no. Yeah. Rana, give me <laughs> a call. At, I got a Milski. Not at all. <laughs> not at all. The headmaster is straight. No. All right, I'm listening and I'm looking. Hello yeah. to everybody out there. Beep, 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 beep. No, I'm uh, look. I, I uh, happy holidays. I love you. We love you too, Charlie. Better things coming. Amen. Just keep trying, and thank you for all those that helped that mother put that child put into baby, the ground for her Christmas. At least didn't have to sit there worrying about him on a cold slab at the county morgue. It was beautiful. I know you all, to be beautiful, it's within everybody. Remember it. Try to love one another. Merry Christmas. Merry Merry Christmas. Christmas. Merry Christmas, Joey. We're going to take next week off, and uh, we will see you, uh, what's that, right after New Year's? That'll be January 3rd. January 3rd, yeah, something like that. So it'll be the 5th when the show hits? Yeah. So just, you know, if you haven't caught up, go ahead and noodle through them. All right. See you all. Merry Christmas, baby. Should it treat me nice?